Hello, welcome to Meditating the Word. I'm so glad you've joined us on our journey through the Bible in a year. If you'd like a roadmap of where we've been and where we're going, you can download a copy of the reading plan from blueletterbible.com. You'll find a link in the notes. The translation I'm reading from is the World English Bible, but feel free to follow along in your favorite translation. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, what are you waiting for? Why not do that now? Just click on subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. This is Day 104. Today we're reading from the first book of Samuel. 1 Samuel chapters 21-24 through 24. Then David came to Nob, to Ahimelech the priest. Ahimelech came to meet David trembling, and said to him, Why are you alone, and no man with you? David said to Ahimelech the priest, The king has commanded me to do something, and has said to me, Let no one know anything about the business about which I send you, and what I have commanded you. I have sent the young men to a certain place. Now therefore, what is under your hand? Please give me five loaves of bread in my hand, or whatever is available. The priest answered David and said, I have no common bread, but there is holy bread, if only the young men have kept themselves from women. David answered the priest and said to him, Truly, women have been kept from us as usual these three days. When I came out, the vessels of the young men were holy, though it was only a common journey. How much more then today shall their vessels be holy? So the priest gave him holy bread, for there was no bread there but the showbread that was taken from before the Lord to be replaced with hot bread in the day when it was taken away. Now a certain man of the servants of Saul was there that day, detained before the Lord, and his name was Doeg the Edomite, the best of the herdsmen who belonged to Saul. David said to Ahimelech, Isn't there here under your hand spear or sword? For I haven't brought my sword or my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. The priest said, Behold, the sword of Goliath, the Philistine whom you killed in the valley of Elah, is here, wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If you would like to take that, take it, for there is no other except that here. David said, There is none like that. Give it to me. David arose and fled that day for fear of Saul, and went to Achish, the king of Gath. The servants of Achish said to him, Isn't this David the king of the land? Didn't they sing to one another about him in dances, saying, Saul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands? David laid up these words in his heart, and was very afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. He changed his behavior before them, and pretended to be insane in their hands, and scribbled on the doors of the gate, and let his spittle fall down on his beard. Then Achish said to his servants, Look, you see the man is insane? Why then have you brought him to me? Do I lack madmen that you have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Should this fellow come into my house? David therefore departed from there, and escaped to Adullam's cave. When his brothers and all his father's house heard it, 
they went down there to him. Everyone who was in distress, everyone who was in debt, and everyone who was discontented gathered themselves to him, and he became captain over them. There were with him about four hundred men. David went from there to Mizpeh of Moab, and he said to the king of Moab, Please let my father and my mother come out to you until I know what God will do for me. He brought them before the king of Moab, and they lived with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. The prophet of Gad said to David, Don't stay in the stronghold, depart, and go into the land of Judah. Then David departed and came into the forest of Hereth. Saul heard that David was discovered with the men who were with him. Now Saul was sitting in Gibeah under the tamarisk tree in Ramah with his spear in his hand, and all his servants were standing around him. Saul said to his servants who stood around him, Hear now, you Benjamites, will the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards? Will he make you all captains of thousands and captains of hundreds? Is that why all of you have conspired against me? And there is no one who discloses to me when my son makes a treaty with the son of Jesse, and there is none of you who is sorry for me, or discloses to me that my son has stirred up my servant against me to lie in wait as it is today. Then Doeg, the Edomite, who stood by the servants of Saul, answered and said, I saw the son of Jesse coming to Nob, to Ahimelech, the son of Ahitub. He inquired of the Lord for him, gave him food, and gave him the sword of Goliath, the Philistine. Then the king sent to call Ahimelech the priest, the son of Ahitub, and all his father's house, the priests who were in Nob, and they all came to the king. Saul said, Hear now, you son of Ahitub. He answered, Here I am, my lord. Saul said to him, Why have you conspired against me, you and the son of Jesse, in that you have given him bread and a sword, and have inquired of God for him, that he should rise against me? to lie in wait as it is today. Then Ahimelech answered the king and said, Who among all your servants is so faithful as David, who is the king's son-in-law, captain of your bodyguard, and honored in your house? Have I today begun to inquire of God for him? Be it far from me. Don't let the king impute anything to his servant, nor to all the house of my father. For your servant knew nothing of all this, less or more. The king said, You shall surely die, Ahimelech, you and all your father's house. The king said to the guard who stood about him, Turn and kill the priests of the Lord, because their hand also is with David, and because they knew that he fled and didn't disclose it to me. But the servants of the king wouldn't put out their hand to fall on the priests of the Lord. The king said to Doeg, Turn and attack the priests. Doeg the Edomite turned, and he attacked the priests, and he killed on that day eighty-five people who wore a linen ephod. He struck Nob, the city of the priests, with the edge of the sword, both men and women, children and nursing babies, and cattle, donkeys, and sheep with the edge of the sword. One of the sons of Ahimelech, the son of Ahitub, named Abiathar, escaped and fled after David. 
Abiathar told David that Saul had slain the Lord's priests. David said to Abiathar, I knew on that day, when Doeg the Edomite was there, that he would surely tell Saul, I am responsible for the death of all the persons of your father's house. Stay with me, don't be afraid, for he who seeks my life seeks your life. You will be safe with me. David was told, Behold, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah and are robbing the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and strike these Philistines? The Lord said to David, Go, strike the Philistines, and save Keilah. David's men said to him, Behold, we are afraid here in Judah. How much more if we go to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord again. The Lord answered him and said, Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will deliver the Philistines into your hand. David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines and brought away their livestock and killed them with a great slaughter. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. When Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, fled to David to Keilah, he came down with an ephod in his hand. Saul was told that David had come to Keilah. Saul said, God has delivered him into my hand, for he is shut in by entering into a town that has gates and bars. Saul summoned all the people to war to go down to Keilah to besiege David and his men. David knew that Saul was devising mischief against him. He said to Abiathar the priest, Bring the ephod here. Then David said, O Lord, the God of Israel, your servant has surely heard that Saul seeks to come to Keilah to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Keilah deliver me up into his hand? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? The Lord, the God of Israel, I beg you, tell your servant. The Lord said, He will come down. Then David said, Will the men of Keilah deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? The Lord said, They will deliver you up. Then David and his men, who were about six hundred, arose and departed out of Keilah and went wherever they could go. Saul was told that David had escaped from Keilah and gave up going there. David stayed in the wilderness in the strongholds and remained in the hill country in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul sought him every day, but God didn't deliver him into his hand. David saw that Saul had come out to seek his life. David was in the wilderness of Ziph in the woods. Jonathan, Saul's son, arose and went to David into the woods and strengthened his hand in God. He said to him, Don't be afraid, for the hand of Saul my father won't find you, and you will be king over Israel, and I will be next to you, and Saul my father knows that also. They both made a covenant before the Lord. Then David stayed in the woods, and Jonathan went to his house. Then the Ziphites came up to Saul in Gibeah, saying, Doesn't David hide himself with us in the strongholds in the woods, in the hill of Hachilah, which is in the south of the desert? Now therefore, O king, come down, according to all the desire of your soul to come down, 
and our part will be to deliver him up into the king's hand. Saul said, You are blessed by the Lord, for you have had compassion on me. Please, go make yet more sure, and know and see his place where his haunt is, and who has seen him there, for I have been told that he is very cunning. See therefore, and take knowledge of all the lurking places where he hides himself, and come again to me with certainty, and I will go with you. It shall happen, if he is in the land, that I will search him out among all the thousands of Judah. They arose and went to Ziph before Saul. But David and his men were in the wilderness of Maon, in the Arabah, on the south of the desert. Saul and his men went to seek him. When David was told, he went down to the rock and stayed in the wilderness of Maon. When Saul heard that, he pursued David in the wilderness of Maon. Saul went on this side of the mountain, and David and his men on that side of the mountain. And David hurried to get away for fear of Saul, for Saul and his men surrounded David and his men to take them. But a messenger came to Saul, saying, Hurry and come, for the Philistines have made a raid on the land. So Saul returned from pursuing David and went against the Philistines. Therefore they called that place Selah Hamalekoth. David went up from there and lived in the strongholds of Engedi. When Saul had returned from following the Philistines, he was told, Behold, David is in the wilderness of Engedi. Then Saul took three thousand chosen men out of all Israel and went to seek David and his men on the rocks of the wild goats. He came to the sheep pens by the way, where there was a cave, and Saul went in to relieve himself. Now David and his men were staying in the innermost parts of the cave. David's men said to him, Behold, the day of the Lord said to you, Behold, I will deliver your enemy into your hand, and you shall do to him as it shall seem good to you. Then David arose and cut off the skirt of Saul's robe secretly. Afterward, David's heart struck him because he had cut off Saul's skirt. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my Lord, the Lord's anointed, to stretch out my hand against him, since he is the Lord's anointed. David checked his men with these words, and he didn't allow them to rise against Saul. Saul rose up out of the cave and went on his way. David also arose afterward and went out of the cave and cried after Saul, saying, My Lord, the king. When Saul looked behind him, David bowed with his face to the earth and showed respect. David said to Saul, Why do you listen to men's words, saying, Behold, David seeks to harm you? Behold, today your eyes have seen how the Lord has delivered you today into my hand in the cave. Some urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I said, I will not stretch out my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. Moreover, my father, behold, yes, see the skirt of your robe in my hand, for in that I cut off the skirt of your robe and didn't kill you, know and see that there is neither evil nor disobedience in my hand. I have not sinned against you, though you hunt for my life to take it.
May the Lord judge between me and you, and may the Lord avenge me of you, but my hand will not be on you. As the proverb of the ancient says, Out of the wicked comes wickedness, but my hand will not be on you. Against whom has the king of Israel come out? Whom do you pursue? A dead dog? A flea? May the Lord therefore be judge, and give sentence between me and you, and see, and plead my cause, and deliver me out of your hand. It came to pass, when David had finished speaking these words to Saul, that Saul said, Is that your voice, my son David? Saul lifted up his voice and wept. He said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have done good to me, whereas I have done evil to you. You have declared today how you have dealt well with me, because when the Lord had delivered me up into your hand, you didn't kill me. For if a man finds his enemy, will he let him go away unharmed? Therefore, may the Lord reward you good for that which you have done to me today. Now behold, I know that you will surely be king, and that the kingdom of Israel will be established in your hand. Swear now, therefore, to me by the Lord, that you will not cut off my offspring after me, and that you will not destroy my name out of my father's house. David swore to Saul. Saul went home, but David and his men went up to the stronghold. Father God, that we could be as righteous as David. He had every reason and the perfect opportunity to kill Saul, who was trying to kill him. Which of us wouldn't have taken advantage of that opportunity? Yet, he had respect not only for Saul, his king, and his father-in-law, but for your anointing on Saul and on his position as king. May we be as willing to show mercy and to let you direct our affairs instead of doing things in our own strength and our own will. Amen. You can find Meditating the Word on your favorite podcast platform, on YouTube, and on Facebook. If you're listening to this on one of the many podcast platforms, you'll find links in the notes to all of our other locations. It's my goal to encourage others to strengthen their Christian walk through daily reading God's Word. You can help by sharing this podcast and by rating and reviewing it. The next two days, we will be reading from the Book of Psalms as we follow the chronological timeline of writings. Thank you for joining me, and know that I'm praying for you as we journey through the Bible together. And I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.